Welcome, everybody, to the final episode of season one of the Crazy People podcast. Yes. I'm Russ. This is Maurice. Hey, Maurice. How you doing, man? I'm doing good. How are you doing today? Uh, did I'm, we have a fun episode? Yeah, it's a, <laughs> we laughed a lot during this episode. A lot. That is true. That is true. Um, we looked back at uh, the first season, uh, things that we did, things that we didn't do, uh, guests that we had on, uh, things that were funny. <laughs> things that were very funny. Oh, yeah. And uh, what is coming up next? Um, and a, a very special announcement at the a end. A very special announcement. Yeah, yeah. Something that you probably or maybe and hopefully have already seen what that special announcement was would be about um and we talked serious for yeah. a few minutes there right about ai and stuff um i think that was interesting like a little detour of our best of <laughs> topics yeah. but this is what the crazy thing is all about you never know what happens so stay tuned i guess watch it absolutely we'll listen to it all right here we go because really what could go wrong once you press record right exactly <laughs> what could go wrong <laughs> it's all going to be very perfect Welcome, everybody. Welcome to the final episode of season one of Crazy People Doing a Podcast, the Crazy People Podcast. I am Russ Brummel over there. The smarter and better looking guy is Maurice Hoffman. (laughs) (laughs) And so we come to the end of season one and we thought we'd kind of look back and and maybe look ahead a little bit, too. Yeah, it's, it's that time of year, right? While I'm wearing a Christmas sweater. Uh, it's that time of year to really look back at um, yeah what has happened, what have we achieved, uh, the funny things that happened. Um, Where we have completely failed. Yeah. Sorry? <laughs> Where we've completely stuff. failed, the nerdy stuff and all that. All the, <laughs> the behind the scenes stuff. stuff too, yeah. Some actual news, right? <laughs> and um, yeah, so there's a, there's a lot of different topics that we actually want to talk about. But, but I want to talk about something... Um, that uh, I think the funny stuff uh, for for a couple of people that really start off podcasting, especially in light of the uh, in episode was it episode twenty we talked to John Jonathan Reed, um, a professional when it comes to um, podcasting and everything. And in light of that, we we thought about what could we do better. What is there anything that we could announce? And <laughs> the funny thing is. No, we can't because we don't know if, <laughs> if we have the time to actually get it done. And then there's other things that we got rid of. Uh, keyword is questionnaire. <laughs> Russ, say something about yeah, it. Yeah, that was that was actually a, so when we, especially when we talked to Jonathan because he is so good at what he does. He's been doing it for years, right? And you sort of think back, where are the things that we could have done better or Worse, like whatever it was. And when we started off, like for the first couple episodes, we actually sent people a questionnaire before they came on. And yes, yeah. And and it was like it was really involved and it was like really good information. And then the problem is neither one of us would read it. So the guest would say, like, no, oh, I, in, I all, said, in all defense, in all defense, <laughs> I had it up on a second monitor. Oh, okay. So at least you at least like where's the information in it. So you pretended to read it. I didn't even pretend to read it. That's what yeah, it was. I, so. I, I, <laughs> it was terrible. <laughs> yeah. No, but like the guest would say, Oh, you know, as as I said in my uh in my questionnaire, something, something, and we'd kind of go, uh, okay. Oh, <laughs> where is that? Us to yeah. talk about that now. <laughs> 
<laughs> so so we stopped sending out the questionnaire, which I guess is that's an improvement and also a deep proof. What's the opposite of improvement? I don't know. Yeah, we reduce the level of uh, preparedness <laughs> to a manageable <laughs> amount for us. Yeah, um, but I think one thing one thing though I realized in, in doing it is um, all this creative stuff actually takes you more time than you think it's going to take you, right? Getting this set up and recording it and then editing it and all those kind of things and preparing for it. And it's just, it, you're like, oh yeah, it's fine. I'll get it done. And then you realize, wow, it just took a long time to do, right? Yeah, absolutely. And uh, our website that we have or had at this point, because we're going to finally going to launch a new one. It's only supposed to be something for a couple of weeks before we shoot off the actual website. <laughs> Luckily, we never announced it because that's something else that we learned is uh, that introducing new things to the show is really hard because you also have to do it, have to get it done, right? Not only do you need to do all the creative stuff that you already do for the show, but you also have to think of something new and how to improve it. I mean, we yep. did quite a bit at the beginning, right? Uh, where we, our, our, you know, created a CI and, you know, uh, everything that we do and um, unified it. But in creating a new website, that's uh, that's harder than you think if, you know, if that is not your your day job. Um, yeah, it was it was I, I was actually really impressed that a, a brand new kind of startup podcast had like a corporate image standard and a logo and and actually screens and things that we could actually edit together. Um, but yeah, you do realize pretty quickly that every little thing takes more time than you think it's going to take to get it done. And the, and then you want to do it right. Like we, we really wanted to, to not just sort of do a half a podcast. We wanted to have a, have fun with it, but also do it well. Right. So it's, we're, yeah. we're both a little bit that way. And to, to be totally honest, the questionnaire also kind of died because we just felt, eventually felt comfortable enough to just let it go yeah. um, and make it more of a uh, discussion and, you know, just talk to people instead of asking them question and go from one question to the other. It became more interactive. I think that also had the situation where we said like, okay, first of all, we're not reading the questionnaire um, or like five <laughs> minutes prior. And second of all, it's not really aiding neither their setup because they already kind of feel that they know what is coming, mm -hmm. nor is it helping us because we, we are not reacting to the information that present us, but we are following a red line that we designed prior. Ideally, I think it's probably a mixture of both where you are prepared yeah. and did your research and a lot of times that actually works. Um, but um, I think overall, we've gotten much better when it comes to how do we lead the interviews and the flow through the interviews. Yeah, one of the one of the feedbacks that I get from people after they've been on the show or just now it's about every other week. Uh, I run into somebody who's listened to it and said, hey, I heard your podcast thing, whatever. Um, and almost universally, everybody has the feedback of like, I can't believe we talked about that. Like you asked me about things or I heard you talking with about things that I just never hear anybody talk about. And yeah. I think part of that is that spontaneity where you say, hey, let me let me listen to the guest and, and understand where they are and then think about where I am and just ask a question like, hey, we're, we're sitting down having coffee together or whatever. We're just... 
getting to know each other and, and hanging out. You can ask kind of a weird question sometimes about, hey, what happened there, right? Or whatever it is, um, which which actually then I think gives us a better podcast. It's certainly more fun for us to do, right? So That's true. That's true. And also then um, talking to Jonathan about podcasting because he is the absolute guru when it comes to that. It kind of, at least for me, and <laughs> fun enough, it was in episode 21, right? It kind of settled me down like, okay, I just let it go, right? Just let it go. And yes, there are improvements that we can do, a, a lot of them actually. But the first and the main thing is to keep the main thing, the main thing, and that is um, let's try to be our authentic selves and the chaos <laughs> and the uh, the limited craziness um, that happens yeah. every now and then. That's just what it is. Like Ross not inviting me to an episode. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's that's just a challenge, Maurice. That's a, I, I would love to say I did it on purpose, but yeah, we have sort of behind the scenes in a podcast, right? You have scheduling and you want to get everything on everybody's calendar. So that it comes up and says, Oh, here's the link to get in and you can record and everything. Um, and, and we switched early on in the season, Maurice was, was scheduling it. And then, then later on I scheduled it and I was on uh, the episode with Jason Bay. Um, episode a couple 23. episodes ago. Yeah. 23. And if you, if you guys have watched it or listened to it, um, Maurice is missing at the beginning. And I'm thinking to myself, where's Maurice is never late. Like, where's what's going on? Like what? Uh, and so we're kind of uh, Jason and I, you know, knew each other a couple of years ago, worked together a little bit. And so we kind of joked about it. And then we just kind of went on and talked about stuff. And Maurice joins, I don't know, nine or 10 minutes in. What you don't know is though, is that afterwards I went to the calendar and I go, Oh, Maurice wasn't here. Cause I didn't invite him at all. So, so I was texting Maurice like, dude, where are you? What's going on? And he has a life. So <laughs> sorry, brother. I'm really sorry I was about, about that. To get ready to box the dog, and while I was getting ready, I was looking at the text, and I was like, "Is he saying that the episode at the recording is right now?" Because <laughs> you, you brought it up in a way where, you know, in general, you know, there could have been an episode, and you know, that was rescheduled, and so on. And I was like, "Oh, okay, that's you know, that happens sometimes," and then it actually dawned on me, like. Hold up, wait. <laughs> <laughs> you flip over the calendar, you got this. I got nothing here. And I yeah. Okay. I'm I'm sorry. I did not realize till afterward, but that's you well, know, I did, in what you realized, it right? happened the other way around too. It's just <laughs> that I texted you minutes before. <laughs> and um our time difference always works in my favor when it comes to that, because you already most of the time you're already at the desk. Yes. So I uh, I kind of sneaked an hour and an hour and a half into your calendar. Hey, by the way, did you know we are recording in ten minutes? <laughs> yeah, it's 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 kind of funny though because I I talk to people about like how we organize it, how we invite guests, and and kind of what we do because sometimes people are curious like how does that work, and I'm like really. Maurice and I are friends. Like we've been friends for years and years and years. And so when one of us messes up, we're just, that's cool, whatever. It's like, fine. It's like, let's go. Let's keep on going. And so yeah. when we invite people on, it's like, hey, do you want to talk to this person or that person or whatever? And, you know, and we, we try to, I think, get a, an interesting diversity of, of guests, right. From different places and different people and stuff, but it's always just people like we're interested in talking to. 
it's never like, oh, somebody's on a book tour or whatever. It's just like, hey, I, I know this guy. I know this lady. You want to talk to him? What's going on, right? So it's, yeah, that's why we have a tendency to have a lot of New York people and a lot of Kentucky people. <laughs> <laughs> um on there and uh yeah i'm actually the like diversity and the mix of people and that is a big compliment to you is really something that i'm very happy about because there's there's no one type of person that comes on other than they all have an interesting story to tell right and work in entirely different industries come from different countries, have a, are at different stages of their careers. And uh, we have all of it, right? Beginning of the career, end of the career, boy, girl, everything, right? Yeah. And, um, that is something that I'm very, very happy about because that was an important topic to me uh, at the beginning to have more diversity. And yeah, even, even snuck in a couple of people. Yeah, even snuck in a couple of people from Europe, right? So. <laughs> yeah, we do. Yeah, yeah from all over the place. Actually, have my mirror an, an American that lived in Germany but went back to the US, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, which, by the way, Rich uh, Raz Smith, a former uh, football player, mm -hmm. uh, episode nine was definitely the craziest recording that we had <laughs> because he was on his phone. Yeah, the connection wasn't always great. And then Raz is just from a personality perspective because he does a thousand things. And I have, uh, I, I've been knowing him since the early 90s. Yeah. Right. And I have so much history with him. So we were bouncing back and forth through <laughs> decades <laughs> of stuff that we did together or that I know that he did and he knew that I did. And, and poor Russ was just trapping in and, <laughs> and is right of what the heck is going on. And then you guys have some not the, immediate, but you know, yeah, parallel like a, university, yeah. the universe kind of um relationship too. Yeah, see, I, I was I I was near him before you were, right? I, as we discovered in the middle of discussing it, that he was he was playing for, I guess, Clemson, uh, and I went to Penn State and he was I was at the game when he was playing at at Penn State and stuff so as we were we were kind of in the same stadium uh together back in the in the 80s and stuff which is like these small world moments kind of happen all the time it's like oh yeah. you were there too right it's wonderful yeah. it's wonderful stuff but it, it is a little trippy when it happens and you go what how did where did that come from so yeah, and I I learned of uh, of musicians that he worked with that I worked with too. Yeah, and I didn't know that we had that in common too. And mm -hmm. um, yeah, it's it's totally crazy. But yeah, from a recording perspective uh, alone, first of all, I think it was the longest episode by far. Yeah, yeah, because there it wasn't. I I edited that episode. It was a nightmare to to cut it down because there was so much interesting stuff. I I yeah. think I cut it down. I cut down a half an hour from yeah. the original. But it was still way over an hour, I think. Yeah. But Raz has done, like you said, a thousand really interesting things. So it's tough to know. Yeah. What, what, what do you cut out? It's like something's only nine and a half out of 10 on a scale of interesting. Like, you have to cut that out. That's terrible. So. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, something else where we're talking about um, what really came up, it came up a lot, is your bourbon connection with people, right? 
<laughs> I mean, we had it with with Austin. Uh, mm-hmm. We had it with Chris. We had it with Jeff. Who else? I think who, who else was it with? Yeah, probably we mentioned it with Bo. We probably. uh we might have mentioned it with Tarun when he was on. <laughs> See, the the thing is, if you if you ever watch the podcast, um, you'll realize that I live right outside of Louisville, Kentucky. And I I believe it's state law or something. You have to talk about bourbon. I don't know what it is. <laughs> no, actually, I, when I moved out here about 20 years ago, I just you know, said, oh, let's try the, the local thing. And bourbon has gotten popular since then. But uh, you know, this for me, it was just a, oh, this is a thing that you do with folks here in town. This is a a thing that we do, a thing we talk about. So it's yeah. I think you you placed one of the the berm right there in the background. Yeah, yeah back the over here. Yeah. Forces, right. Yeah, that's uh, yeah. that's our uh, is our first guest. Yeah, Chris Chris Weedmar, uh, who yeah. runs uh, the the Party Horses Project. Who, um, if you if you follow Instagram, if you follow them on Instagram, you see that they're actually coming out with a Party Horse private labeled uh, bourbon. Um, sometime in the next time, nice. a month or so. So maybe by the time this episode is out, uh, you're listening to it, maybe it'll be on a shelf near you. But those guys are, you know, they're all, we're we're in Kentucky, we're bourbon people. That's what happens. <laughs> Absolutely. And that is, uh, that is just how it has to be um, at times. So what is the, from your perspective, what was the funniest moment that you can remember while I'm taking my eye out? Other than not inviting you to one of the recordings, <laughs> other than not inviting me, yeah, yeah. Um, I really think uh, oh, Helena. Let's, yeah, let's put it that way. Doesn't Helena, Helena Ettingen. Um, she told the story about how she and her co-founder like took a little bit of a break from their startup accelerator and they went like down to Mexico and they ended up in the center of a giant party and they were just trying to get to sleep and they were just trying to have meetings. They're just trying to like relax. And, and I was like, this is, yeah, it's, it's another one of those, we have them every now and then, like sort of a perfect storm moment where yeah. you're like, it's just, and it was just, I feel so bad for her because she was like, yeah, we'll just sneak away. And we have like this little break where we can relax. And they could not at all. It was a disaster. So this is just such a great story. Yeah, that is, that's true. That's what about so you? For me, I actually have to think about it. Um, I definitely like Siobhan because she was so much energy. You see, she had so much energy, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. And then, I mean, we had it in the best off in the last episode, episode yep. 24. Um, such a crazy story where... And she went through a nightmare um, right when she was pregnant with her child. Yep. The, like the <laughs> biggest customer ever. And then found out that something in her, in her back end wasn't working and she needed yep. to change uh, the vendor for that. And then her colleague sh- showed up, her co-founder showed up and said, yeah, you know, we can just do it ourselves. And uh, the face that she even then in the interview made when, when she yeah. talked about it was like, are you freaking kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you could you could see on her face, even though the story had happened years before, she was still had a little bit of like, oh no, oh no. Yeah, there was still some oh. um yeah. PS, PTSD. Yeah, involved. there was a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that that was that was definitely crazy. No, I, I love that interview and uh, something else um, that I definitely loved, and uh, it's a funny thing because I have to actually look it up. Because um, something that nobody knows, 
and honest. <laughs> uh, I am extremely bad with names, so I always need to write down the name of the person because I'm Russ. Otherwise... I'm Russ, by the way. So uh, what? No, I have I have it down there. <laughs> but otherwise, uh, especially at the beginning, I may or may not forget the name. Yeah. Um, and it, somebody says it, but it doesn't get to me. Anyway, so Chikari was definitely my favorite story of all yeah. of them. Oh yeah. Um, that's also why he made it into best of. Um, it's just the lightheartedness that he that he went out with, even though his background was everything but lighthearted. Yeah. Um, but then bringing up his uh, best desk is, I think, it's fantastic. Right. I I loved everything about him. Oh yeah, How especially. Um, I got to go talk to him again because I love my best. But uh, <laughs> but hearing about uh, just like I knew a little bit going into the interview, I kind of had heard a little bit about his background and sort of how he grew up and just not very much. He didn't talk about it very much, but just the obstacles he had to overcome to do that. And just you're right, the positive energy, the he wants to be a role model and he's just a young guy. I guess I, yeah. I can't wait to see what he does. But uh, yeah, I'm, I got to we got to get him on season two. And, oh, uh, and follow up and see where the where the best is because he was talking about I, I got excited he was talking about putting rockets on it and then he was like no I'm not going to put rockets on it like oh come on man <laughs> <laughs> let it let it hover yeah it hover, <laughs> hover best yeah hover best. yeah I want I want to see that I want to see that <laughs> happening definitely um yeah so no he's definitely somebody that um that I think is fantastic, that I love the story about. Um, we learned a lot about each other. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, personally, um, yeah, I... Uh, well, what I learned about myself, let's put it that way. Um, when I said each other, is us personally. Um, I learned a lot about my sales self and how to <laughs> prepare myself for, the, for a job that I would take um, just a... Yeah, weeks later, uh, in terms of sales engagements and so on, what is the story that uh, where you learn something for yourself or about yourself in a story? Um, I, I think there's two things. There's two things. Um, number one, I I like to talk. I'm okay at talking, um, but as we've done the the podcast, um, I spend more time listening than I do talking and asking questions. Anything else, which has been great for me. I just there's sometimes when I just sit here and I'm like. That was fantastic. I'm like I'm like a live fan of the podcast. Right? I get to listen to it as it happens. I don't have to do anything. I'm just here, uh, which is super cool. Um, but the other thing was that when you you know you talk to people, um, you've had difficulties in your life. I've had dis difficulties in my life, and then you talk to people who like literally almost lost their life or came from just horrendous backgrounds or went through horrendous things in the workplace or all kinds of stuff. And you go like, huh, we all have that. Like, it's a thing we all have together and we don't talk about a lot. Like nobody wants to be the weakling or whatever. Um, yeah. But, you know, when you share that stuff, it's actually, oh yeah, we're, we're kind of all in this together. That's, that's an okay place to be. And I think, you yeah. know, being able to talk about that more, I think, has come out. Um, I learned that a little bit about myself, that it's okay. It's okay to go like, oh, yeah, here's here's the a little bit of the ugliness. Okay, it's all right. So. Yeah, and I think that's also how some of the questions that we ask 
yeah. came about, right? My favorite question is the Sunday, the Sunday night honesty moment, right? <laughs> the, the moment where there's nobody is lying to themselves Sunday night when they lie in bed awake, right? That is where everybody's honest to themselves and everybody's yeah. like freaking out, right? That is to to know that that other people go through the same thing because nobody ever said, yeah, what, what are you talking about? I don't have this, right? <laughs> I don't yep. have this midnight honesty yep. <laughs> Sunday yeah. nights. Yeah, everybody's got a I can't sleep story, right? Everybody's got a moment where they're just like, oh no. Or, yeah. and we had some of them that were like, oh no, bad. And some of them were like, oh no, good. Right? We had a couple yeah. of people who were like, we have the biggest opportunity and ah, how do we make this happen now, right? Um, and some people are like, oh no, it's all going to fall apart. How do we keep it from falling apart, right? So, yeah. um, but so what's yeah. What's your moment, a positive one? Um, so I'm a, I'm a big fan. I'm, I'm drinking right now, IQ Joe coffee. Um, but yeah, we had, uh, we had I, IQ bar, uh, and their story about, uh, like, we can't get these stupid bars to wrap properly. We just got a gigantic mega order. Like this is going to make our business. Yay. And then it's like, eh, it's not working on the manufacturing line, but the, the sort of the, the tenaciousness that really the team had, but, but also sort of led by the, the founder and stuff. Um, which, yeah, well, yeah, well, um, and getting that, like, we're going to get through it. Um, and then we talked to Will, I think it was, it was, it was a couple of weeks after we talked to Siobhan and her story of like, yeah, we're going to get through it. I was like, we got a theme of like, uh, <laughs> like, but just really positive, like yeah. we're, we're going to do what it takes to get through it. Even, even when it looks like the wheels are coming off the bus. What about for you? Yeah, I think it's it's the same thing. I I gotta go back to Siobhan, but also because I I, I worked a lot with him. It's Bo, right? Uh, mm -hmm. Just the resilience and the grit that he had putting up his company against all the odds, right? Also with two little kids and everything that went on for him, it's just um, pushing out a company in a very competitive environment, like talent management and everything um uh, inter interims management and so on that is a very competitive environment and yet he's doing it he's been doing it for is it four or five years by now yeah and he's successful with it and that's i think that's an amazing right and that's something that is really not appreciated enough just like yeah. when aaron talked about his kind of profile i think he was a, he used to be a teacher in one yep. moment and did other things these zigzag lines, and that's something that I took away. These zigzag lines in, the, in people's careers, I think we only had one person. Let me, yeah, we only had uh, Andres, uh, episode 14, yeah. who studied a thing, worked in a thing, and then created his business out of, out of that knowledge coming and did another study, did his MBA, I think, um, and then created a business. Yeah. And that was a straight line as we ever had on a show. Everybody else was going yep. back and yep. forth like crazy, right? Yeah, which which was actually really cool because you had you had people who are like um Jeff Bajoric, right? Who was like, I, I worked in a hospital and then I went into sales and then I started my own business, <laughs> right? You have, yeah, you have all these kind of people. Cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. And that's the thing is you have you have people who are like they just ended up doing something, just fell in love with it, and then took it over. Right? People went from big corporate jobs to startups. People who you know grew startups and uh, big, and and people who switched careers and switched careers again and stuff. That yeah. that zigzag back and forth was yeah that was the the red thread between all of the the stories or mo most of the stories this year. Yeah, yeah, a lot of them. Right? This. This personal motivation to because they either lost the topic, yeah, or they just saw a need, like you mentioned, Helena, saw a need in a topic where it's like, no, there, there's an issue. We need to solve this, right? Yeah. Um, that is really, really fascinating. Um hard cut. <laughs> hard cut. Um, cut. Okay, what <laughs> I, I want to talk about uh, where do you see because we we talked about Jeff just now. Mm. Uh, where do you see the future for sales and marketing? Because uh, we talked a little bit about that uh, before the show um, and the changes that are to be expected in that area. Yeah, I think I think there's probably sales will continue to divide up. I think it's what will happen. Um, and marketing probably too. So you'll have some fields where having a human being sell you a thing is going to be very important having getting hands-on experience with whatever that thing is some some products and, and stuff and so having a human help you do that is going to be imperative but i don't know how it is in in germany but here in the u.s you can order a car online and a truck will come and bring it to your house and it's a car it's not even like i'm ordering a you know matchbox it's like a real physical car will show up at my house a few days later and the payment's done and everything's done. And I don't even have to go talk to a human. It just shows up, right? So I think we'll see a lot more automation happening um, around sales and around marketing as as AI gets smarter and better and easier. And I don't have to talk to a human. I can get the thing done by talking to a machine to get the, the quick answer. But then I think like a lot of things, you know, like fast food, restaurants right? very commodity like okay it's a it's i'm hungry here's food and then you have a high-end restaurant where people like will stand in line for it and make reservations months in advance i think that kind of stuff's going to happen with sales and marketing you'll have the commodity things that'll get automated and just be like well if this is fast and easy i'll do it and then you'll have the the boutique kind of experiences the white glove kind of experiences like no i really want somebody to help me through this i think they're gonna bifurcate i think is the word what about you I think it's it's the same. Uh, and actually, if you are to look at a a person that actually does marketing and does sales, I think if you don't have a programming or a technical background, yeah, you're gonna it's gonna be hard to stay within sales, at least in certain industries, because there's so much programming going on. There's so much mm -hmm. automation going on already, and it's been like that for a few years by now. But now with AI um, copywriting and, and if you if you don't want to have it on a top tier level because you are, I don't know, Cadillac or Mercedes Benz or Rolls Royce to just name car brands at this moment. Yeah. Um, if you're not in that super top tier, um, it's not necessary anymore because what you get is really in the 80-20 Pareto sense, the 80% you can get fully automated and get there really quickly. Yep. Um, so that even somebody like me can do graphics and artwork in a hot second, right? And that's yep. why what you said at the beginning, right? Where do we have our 
artwork form, right? That, that's not even AI. It's just a a stupid little platform. And I don't mean it's stupid in a negative because it's <laughs> it's fantastic, right? I yeah. do all my stuff in Canva. Yep. Uh, and this is not sponsored, um, obviously. <laughs> yeah, we need an but, ad or something in there. Sorry? <laughs> we need an ad or something. Buy Canva. Yeah, because I use it too. Uh, and and but <laughs> they, <laughs> like a lot of other people, they've started to introduce AI. Right. Tell it yeah. a little bit about the kind of thing you want, and it'll give you back the kinds of things that it thinks you need. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we talked to Christoph about it a lot. Right? Yeah, yeah. We had an uh, AI episode there. Yeah, yeah. More in season yeah. two. I have to invite some AI people on uh, in season yeah, two. Yeah, we need more AI people on there. <laughs> yeah, for sure. But yeah, I think that is that's going to be one of the challenges, right? Um, how do you? Um, stay relevant as a marketing and then as a salesperson if you work in a certain environment how do you stay relevant in there how do you have to upskill yourself mm -hmm. um, so that you still have a job in 10 years 10 years five years right 10 10 weeks, ten weeks yeah. <laughs> in, in, in five years the, the latest right um, yeah because I, I think that technical know-how will be required not everywhere right but um, for for software products or mm -hmm. uh, many many of those products, I think that's uh, definitely a requirement. Yeah, and I think the, the the one thing that I think is going to happen across a lot of jobs, um, sales and marketing for sure, it's going to happen in. Um, but but even other things, even engineering and stuff, um, we have gone through a cycle over the last twenty years, maybe, where things have become more specialized. Like people have trained into narrow, narrow, narrow specialties. Um, and people are now starting to find with with AI tools and automation, all this kind of stuff, that having a more generalist mindset is actually more productive. You know, and it's and it's getting more and more productive. There's still like there's still people who know how to program the controller for the engine in your car. We're talking a lot about cars this episode, I guess. But, uh, you know, there's people who know that like specific little niche skill. But five years from now, it's going to be somebody who knows how to like to talk to the computer and and manage the data and sort of synchronize all that so they can get the best performance or the best mileage or the best energy usage, whatever it is. Um, and having a bunch of skills around that, um, in, and really in sales and marketing, it's going to be the same thing. How you know how do I how do I really help my customer understand the landscape, not just to buy my product, but understand why this is even a thing you should be doing. Yeah. Right? yeah. How do I, how do I, if I'm a marketer, how do I talk to people who are not in my traditional market, but really are emerging to be my best customers? I just don't know it yet. So how do I find that out? How do I figure those people out? How do I go talk to them if I've never talked to them before? Right. Yeah. I, I think as the landscape changes that, that kind of generalist idea, like that's awesome that you're a great cold caller or you're really good at, at following up. But you need these 20 other broad skills around it, technology skills, marketplace understanding, that kind of stuff, you yeah, know, absolutely. I think to succeed. So, which I, I came up as a generalist, so maybe I'm biased <laughs> toward that. But uh, that's, that's, this is my thought anyway. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I, I, I see a shift definitely where, um, where different things are are needed, different things are required. Um, I personally, that's why I, I brought up. I personally definitely work on um, learning to program 
a bit mm -hmm. more, learning uh, more about AI, not just as a user, but also as somebody who is like a, a step further behind the lines or two. Um, that's going to be interesting to really figure out um, how that can impact the marketing in the sales area, right? And also because in the, in the data science direction, and that is the direction that I like, is how do you find the com common points, the common, um, yeah, the, the commonalities between the different people that buy a product mm -hmm. from you? And um, what are those points actually? Because it might not be something that is so obvious, right? I, I remember from one person close to me um, that they did a research and did a 360 degree profile of their customers. And it turned out that everybody that was buying a certain gardening magazine would be a super customer for them. So they started advertising <laughs> yeah. in that magazine, right? But that's not something that is obvious. Yep. What does one product have to do with gardening that is, you know, um so how do you how do you really learn to analyze that gather the data mm -hmm. and then analyze the data right yeah and that's a place where i think i think ai and really understanding the guts of ai not just as as a high level user but understanding what's there and understanding how to make it dance for you i think the way you want it to dance right um is going to be helpful because the data exists, right? You can you can think of it, you can gather it up, you can, and AI is going to help you do it. But if you're if you don't know what questions to ask your artificial intelligence assistant, you're not going to get the right answers. So no. you've got to you've got to be able to kind of understand what it's doing and think outside the box and then react to it. I think the 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 thing that I'm seeing, I've been doing a lot more writing lately, um, and sort of honing my writing skills by bouncing stuff off of the AI yeah. and saying, Hey, I have these three ideas, you know, Hey, what about this? And I throw some stuff out and say, how would you, you know, how would you improve this? Or how would you make this, you know, better or tighter or whatever? Um, and you have this huge data set of language that's been stored in these AIs. Yeah. But you've got to know how to ask it the questions. If you don't know how to ask it the questions, you can't can't get anything yeah. out of it, right? So, and it's I think a, a, the thing I've been warning people against recently is lazy AI, which is you just go and you do a thing with AI and you take whatever answer it gives you and you spit it out. Like, don't do that. No, come on, it's a tool. <laughs> like, yeah. but you also have other twenty tools in your toolbox. So use all the use all the tools. Don't just grab one tool and and do it. So yeah, yeah don't be dependent on one tool. You still yeah. have to think, right? Yep. yep. AI doesn't take all the thinking away from you. It just yeah. allows you to accelerate everything that you do and really put it in a broader context. But you still have to ask the right questions. If that's not happening, it's not going to happen. Much like our website, by the way. Yes. <laughs> Another hard cut. <laughs> let's let's ask let's ask the right question. What about our website, Maurice? We hey, chat, Maurice. What website. about our website? <laughs> we do have a new website, and luckily. Or ideally, you will already have seen the new website if you are watching this episode because we are launching the new website with this episode, actually. Um, and that is the, the funny thing, again, with announcements. <laughs> We're not announcing anything that is not already done. <laughs> We're actually ready. 
Um, yeah, we have a new website. It's a bit easier to to click around in the website. And it's also easier for us to put up the content. I think it looks a bit better. And uh, you have all the channels where you can really enjoy our episodes through um, right there with every episode. So all the different podcast channels, uh, YouTube is kind of the obvious one, but you can watch it right there um, on the page already. You don't have to jump over to YouTube. You can, because it's fully embedded. And I think um, that should be that should be much fun. So let us know how you like it. You can now leave comments. Exactly. That's another there thing. There you go. Yeah. Having more interactive, you can leave comments underneath uh, every show. Um, and uh, we're going to do some of the typical stuff where we say, hey, subscribe and leave comments and <laughs> likes. and Because uh, we want to grow this, this little crazy podcast of ours. And um, for that, we need to reach more people, right? Um, so that we get better guests and more... <laughs> interesting guests even more interesting guests uh more diversity in the guests and um but for that um people need to see and hear about us so so what i what i hear you saying maurice is that everybody listening and watching this should set the homepage on all their browsers in their office to the crazy people podcast and then go yes. to their local computer store and do the same thing crazy dash people dash podcast dot com yes. and wherever they are just um Play an episode. Yeah. Right. Send it to a friend. Yeah. Exactly. Share. Yeah. Right. And um, funny, funny thing is that's uh, actually what I did one time is I went to a um, kind of like a Best Buy type store here in Germany <laughs> and they had Bluetooth speakers and they had one where they said it's the loudest Bluetooth speaker ever. And I picked up, and that was still when I was still doing the hip-hop music show. And I've uh, just interviewed somebody where I knew it was the nastiest piece of, of, <laughs> of hip-hop that was ever there. Yeah. And I connected to that speaker. And I realized, first of all, it allowed me to connect to it. And I was like, oh, <laughs> oh, that's interesting. Then I stepped away for a good five, six aisles and I cranked it all the way up. <laughs> <laughs> and then the people, uh, train your sales people, by the way, they didn't know how the speaker worked. As it was on battery, it had a battery inside, so they just unplugged it and it would keep working. So... <laughs> I just switched music and I did all kinds of stuff. And I did that for a good 10, 15 minutes <laughs> <laughs> because they also couldn't bring the speaker. They couldn't just take the speaker away because the security plug was connected. Still attached, Nobody had yeah. the key. So and they didn't know how to switch it off. And that was so hilarious. I played the hip hop song. I played Christmas songs, which... Doesn't sound funny now, but it was July, right? There you go. And so uh, DJ Maurice uh, taking over the, <laughs> the yeah. computer store. It's nice. Yeah, that's uh, that's happened when I was in much younger than now. <laughs> not young enough for it to be okay, but it's just my mischief stand-up comedy nature. There you go. <laughs> that did that happen? But yeah, Creative. we have a new website. Creativity. Nice, nice. We have a new website. Yeah. So when are we back? 
Uh, the end of January 2024, right? The the 30th of January will be episode number one of season two. Uh, so I'm I'm really looking forward to it. Uh, yeah. It, it, season two will be more of all the stuff you love and less of the stuff you don't love. Promise. So like and <laughs> like and comment. Tell us the things that you like and you don't like so we can actually live up to that promise. Exactly. And there are going to be some surprises. And yep. who knows, maybe somebody, one of us is missing. Maybe not. <laughs> maybe I'll remember to invite you to all the episodes next season. Yeah. And uh, just because it's funny, you know, we have one guest and I'm just going to call him John. Okay. That uh, was supposed to be with us at the very beginning yep. in one of the very early episodes. And we talked to him like 15 times at least about yep. joining as a guest. So now I'm going to put him out there. Hey, John, come on as a guest. Damn it. <laughs> it's about time. And and now season two will be everybody named John the whole season. So there we go. <laughs> or maybe not. We'll see what happens. Oh, maybe not. Who knows? But until then, and if you watch us um, in December 23, we wish you all the best for the holidays, whatever Absolutely. it is you celebrate. Um, we are right there with you. Um, enjoy the time. Enjoy the time with your family because it's not for certain. It's not guaranteed um, that we are going to spend that time. And hopefully, um, you're going to join us again next year. Uh, January 30th is when we kick it off. Um, and um, yeah, thank you very much for, for spending the time with us.